Hi, Physionic. I wanted to take a few minutes and discuss the paper that I've been teasing uh, over the last week or two, talking about how BCAAs are actually detrimental to our health based off of a study that was released by Nature Metabolism. It is an absolute monster of a paper. It took me two weeks to get through it, but I will link it so that you can check it out yourself. If you want more, far, far more in-depth review of that paper, going figure by figure through the paper, then you can check that out on uh, my long-form content, which is usually found on YouTube. But with that said, let's go over a few of the summary points. Essentially, uh, increased BCAA content in mice. So if you control for the consumption of their total amount of food, as well, that's not entirely true, actually, not their total amount of food, their, their macronutrient uh, composition was the same. So protein, carbohydrates, and lipids slash fats, those are the same. Uh, those were not different between conditions, uh, but the BCAA content, the branched chain amino acids made up of uh, leucine, isoleucine, and valine, I believe those are the three, uh, which are essential amino acids. Our body needs them to survive. Uh, those were introduced at varying levels. So one at 20% of their diet uh, having BCAAs, another one 50%, another one 100% being normal, and then another one at 200%. Now, interestingly, at 200%, the overconsumption of BCAAs led to an overconsumption of overall calories. So their energy intake increased, their body fat mass increased, uh, their body weight, of course, increased. Interestingly enough, and this is corroborated by human data as well, that BCAAs uh, did not lead to any increases in lean mass. So that's another blow to the BCAA community. Uh, all of that led to a really suspicious uh, a suspicion, essentially, what's going on there? What's leading to increased BCAA uh, consumption leading to overall much greater consumption of, of calories, kind of an uncontrolled level uh, known as hyperphagia. And what they found is that BCAAs, an elevated level of BCAA content consumption leads to an imbalance between the BCAAs themselves and other essential amino acids. So uh, things like tryptophan and methionine and threonine. But specifically, if they balance that out, they added tryptophan to be relatively higher than normal levels. Uh, so it was relatively the same in terms of their proportion uh, to the BCAAs. Then suddenly that effect of overconsumption was completely eliminated. So it no longer was an issue. So the impact that BCAAs have is an indirect mechanism uh, in which there is this effect that we don't really understand the mechanism, uh, but it is an indirect mechanism. We know that much that if you, well, these mice, again, let me, let me throw that out there. Again, it's mice. So assuming that this translated to humans, that the overconsumption of BCAAs leads to this uh, disjunct in the proportion of BCAA to other essential amino acids, and they specifically investigated tryptophan. And tryptophan is implicated in the synthesis of serotonin, and serotonin is implicated in the, in the synth, in essentially depression and 
Well, you guessed it, overconsumption. So having low levels of serotonin leads to, can lead to overconsumption and can lead to depressive symptoms. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, that essentially would lend some uh, evidence that the supplementation, again, if this were to carry over to humans, that the supplementation of uh, BCAAs is not something you want to do uh, if you are not purposefully making sure that you're not overconsuming. But even if you are making sure, it could be making your job harder. That's essentially what I'm saying. That uh, potentially BCAAs, the supplementation of BCAAs, leads to this imbalance in our body and then that eventually leads to uh, our uncontrolled eating or lower serotonin levels and that could have an impact on brain chemistry think about that for a second and they also looked at other markers they looked at uh, fatty liver disease they looked at uh, alt ast and a new marker that i can't remember the name of but and they showed that there are greater fatty deposits with increased BCAA. But keep in mind that all of this was essentially ameliorated, completely got rid of when they had these mice go into a caloric deficit. Once they were in a caloric deficit and their cal calories were controlled, specifically controlled so that they couldn't overconsume, even though they were overconsuming BCAAs, uh, that's, that got rid of all the effects. That got rid of a lot of the health issues that they encountered, like longevity, uh, having a reduction in longevity. So that bounced back up to, to its normal levels and beyond, as we typically see with caloric restriction. And on top of that, uh, also betterment in liver uh, markers. So the AST and ALT that I uh, explained before and lipids in general. So a lot of these health outcomes that they looked at uh, were all back to normal just by implementing a caloric deficit. So just controlling your calories, uh, even if you supplement with BCAAs, most likely uh, gets rid of any sort of negative health outcome. So are BCAAs inherently themselves causing some sort of harm? Probably not. Uh, we probably need more evidence on that, but most likely not. What's actually happening is this indirect mechanism on the brain chemistry leading to an overconsumption of food, and that overconsumption of food then uh, leads to, well, body fatness increases. And with general body fatness increases and body weight increases, well, what do you expect? Of course, uh, your health is going to start to decrease, especially if your lean mass doesn't increase and their physical activity was no different. So the output of energy was the same, but the input of energy was substantially higher due to this uh, effect through tryptophan and or lowered tryptophan relative to the, these BCAAs. So really fascinating paper. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I was really surprised, uh, really interesting. So if you'd like to check it out in detail, then uh, check out the long form video uh, that I'll have on YouTube uh, that will be up probably before this releases. And yeah, that's about all I've got to say. There's a lot more to it than this, but I'm trying to keep things uh, relatively uh, simple, simplified in this particular format. So uh, hopefully you found it informative. And again, if you want to check it out, then uh, check it out on YouTube or I'll have uh, my 
I'll have the paper linked if you want to check that out specifically. All right, without further ado, I'll catch you in the next one. See ya.